0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody else, thank you for joining us for another episode of The Real Estate Playbook. My name is Paul. I'm your host on this fine Sunday afternoon, but you're probably listening on a different day. Welcome back to the show. Today we have a very special guest for you. He's been on the show before, a fan favorite, if you will. A favorite of mine, certainly. (laughs) Welcome back, Mr. Gio Rodriguez. How are you, Gio?
1: Doing good, man. Thank you for the... For the welcoming. Appreciate it. Good to see you. It's been Absolutely. a while. Absolutely.
0: Likewise. It has been a long time. Yeah. I think yeah. the last episode we did was uh, about a year ago, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, just about. Yeah. Just about. So, Gio, what have you uh, been up to since then, my friend?
1: Busy. Busy, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know, family, work, you know, trying to work deals out, you know, prospecting, and and just trying to, you know, get the career Continue to move forward. That's
0: right. Yeah. Pushing along, my yeah, friend. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of course, no no turning back. That's right. <laughs> no turning back. Too late now.
0: Gio, I know you pretty well, man. Um, if they, the audience, I mean, didn't see your first episode, how would you kind of describe who you are, how you got your start in the real estate game?
1: How I am? I am very... I'm, I could say I'm pretty chill. I'd, I'd um, say so. I'm very... <laughs> You know, down to earth, always see everything as positive as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, still realistic about situations, but always like to see the cup half full. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as, um, you know, even with life, like, hey... Every day is a new day, new opportunity. That's the way I approach it. Yeah. And what happened yesterday that went wrong, you learn from it and keep moving forward. And even what was right, you know, you learn from it and keep moving forward. That's right now. Uh, how I got my start in real estate, in a nutshell, I started doing uh, back in 2017, I believe it was, with a friend of ours. I started doing um, wholesaling, um, which it was you find a house that in distress, then you well, instead of flipping the house, you flipped the contract. And you sell it to an investor. Mm. So I did a couple of deals with a friend of mine. And I had someone telling me, like, listen, if you're doing this, if you had your license, you have even a bigger avenue in regards to real estate. So I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? That's that's true. Uh, if someone doesn't want to sell the house and to an investor, then maybe we can list it to just a normal traditional way. Yeah. So when I got my license, got my license in 2018, and. I've been I've been in real estate ever since then. Right. Now. So that's in a nutshell. That's kind of how I got started. That's Gio Rodriguez for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir.
0: All right, that's the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. No, just joking, everyone. Uh, it, Gio, so you've seen a lot of different, uh, I guess shifts would be the right word over the last four years. I would imagine specifically in the market. Um, As you know, we like to talk about that on here a little bit. So it's been changing a, a bit in the past few months from what I've gathered talking to different people on here. What kind of different things are you seeing as opposed to, say, like the beginning or the middle of the pandemic when it was bonkers?
1: Well, I'm seeing a little bit more inventory. Not as, you know, I don't think we're still, I don't think we're still what we need to be. Add, but it's a little bit more inventory, a little bit more options for buyers. You don't see the um, you have your more open houses. More than anything, oh, yeah. um, you don't see a lot of uh, bidding wars going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the clients have options. Uh, you get offers, but you don't get as many. Maybe as you were getting before. Yeah. Um, I think you know if you list the house right, the house is going to sell because I know it's more houses staying a little bit longer. On the market is is just shifting. I think I think we're still in the seller's market, mm-hmm. but it, it's starting to take a little bit of a turn. Um, buyers, like I said, now can can really take a look and 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 as to what they really want. And I remember going to open houses, man. There was like lines outside the door, mm-hmm. and you submitted an offer, and there was fifty other offers, and you got beat not by. Couple of thousands, like twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, sometimes, and with a good client, like strong yeah. <laughs> client. So that has come down a little bit, um, which is, in a way is good. You know, things are getting back to normal, but it's still a good market. It's still a good market, um, even if you're looking to sell. Like I said, I don't think we have the inventory necessary to be. You know what we should be at. So if you're still looking to sell, like, I think it's still a great opportunity for this price. Yeah, nice correctly. man. Correctly.
0: Are you uh, employing any different strategies? Because you, uh, from what I remember, work both sides pretty frequently, listing mm-hmm. and buying. Um, any things that you're doing differently
1: nowadays? Um Differently, I'm having my before. Obviously, you could list the house, put almost any price on it, and people don't even just have to think of, about yeah, it. I don't even have to think about it. <laughs> But that's what also um, is going to separate a lot of agents mm-hmm. because now you got to actually think outside the box and, and work. I'm having good conversations with sellers, which I always did, So, but I'm giving them more of the realistic picture as to where we're at right now in the market, where we need to be in price, um, letting them know also like, hey, listen, if we're, if we're listing a little bit too high, you're just going to sit there for a while. Yeah. You just don't want to start bringing that price down, you know, um as we you know as time goes by so just being again a little bit more um painting a more re- realistic picture as to where the market is at mm-hmm. um right now with buyers um, same thing it is not much different with the buyers. Still, still got to take them through the process. Hey, we need free approval We need to, you know, we are you selling before you go buy. We we got to go through this whole process together. Mm-hmm. So um, interest rates obviously are higher, but you have to also now educate buyers a little bit more, like as to, you know, even though the rates are, are higher, but if it's, this is a house that you really love and want, and this is your dream home, you know, and you're ready for it. Let, let's let's take a crack at it. And if you get it, then Maybe in a year, two years from now, if the interest rate get a little bit lower, then refinance at that point. Yeah. But I would rather you not lose the house, you know, if this if it's your dream home. Yeah. You know? So you just gotta have a different conversation and and give them a whole different picture than it was, what six months a year? Yeah, ago. You know? Yeah. So
0: bring this a little closer to you. Sorry. Sure. Sorry, man. Oh. <laughs> um. What was I gonna say? So. Um, We like to talk a little bit to, like, the newer agents on here or, like, agents that are still kind of feeling it out. And I know the market for the past two, two and a half years has been Mm -hmm. extremely intimidating. Would you think right now or perhaps in the short term, like in the next couple of months, it's going to be easier for new agents to kind of get a foot in the door and get a a handle on their business versus where it was a year or so ago?
1: It's going to be – I don't know if I should say easier. I think it's going to be (laughs) – because, like I said, like I said, when the market was going crazy, if you were listing homes, and you were a new agent, you pretty much just had to put a price Plug on it, and slap play. a sign, and, and, and <laughs> let the offers come. So, if you're a new agent coming in now, yes, the competition is not as crazy, so you can you know deal a little bit better with buyers. But I think you really have to um, have that mental toughness that hey this is not what it was a couple of years ago that I can again list the house and sell it right away. Yeah. Now you gotta really think and think outside the box and you gotta really be good. You gotta be good at what you do yeah. now. Like yeah. it's not like it was, you know, like you know, last time. But it, it's it's easier in the sense that now you can take buyers and look at more homes. You have now you have an option if if you're a newer agent to also do more open houses mm-hmm. as well. Get to meet buyers that way. Get get a feel for for what it is to do an open house and, and, and get to know about the house. Um so easier in that sense maybe but tougher in the sense that you really have to not really put in the work and, and yeah. that the mindset has to be totally different. You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta you know, kind of like have a little bit more thick skin. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, I think it could go either way. It's, it's just on the mindset and the brokerage that you would, mm-hmm. you know, if you get the support and the help, you just gotta plug in, get a system and and just hit the ground running. You
0: have a little bit more of a fighting chance. Yeah. Um. Something that I think, and you kind of touched on this, a lot of people who maybe started when uh, we were at the height of the seller's market maybe didn't have to develop this skill as much as they would have now or prior to COVID, I suppose, is negotiation. Mm -hmm. And obviously when people think, when the general populace thinks about real estate, that's one of the things they think about. Oh, you must be negotiating quite often. Um, In the seller's market, perhaps they weren't doing that as much, whereas now that might be something they have to do even more. How important of a skill do you think that is for this career? How, How much do you think you have to get negotiation under your belt?
1: It's important yeah. it's important in the sense that you're just not negotiating price mm-hmm. right you're also negotiating terms as well like as a buyer now you might have a little bit more leverage so you didn't have six months ago or a year ago where you can ask for maybe sellers um credit towards closing mm-hmm. uh, concessions so you know you got up be able to ask for that. And also as a listing agent, you got to be able to negotiate that yeah. as well. So back then, it was like, well, I really got 50 offers. Then negotiate as a, which one is the highest one with the best terms. Um, but now, yeah, negotiating is always going to be good because you're not just negotiating, again, the price of the house or the term. You also got to have that good communication with that other agent as well. And you gotta be able to negotiate with your buyer. Yeah. As well. Like especially on a uh, inspection. Like, hey, we have all this stuff, let's 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 do this. Let's let's deal with XYZ and let the other ones really we may not to worry about. It. It's just cosmetic stuff. So you, you have to negotiation is a very big it's a very big thing. Um again, because you gotta know what how to communicate with the buyers, the that agent as well and also the numbers and the terms that you're you're trying to work out so that way that your deal can can go through you got to make sure that you're not yeah you can ask for concession but we're not going to go crazy with it either like Mm -hmm. we gotta have a happy meeting somewhere (laughs) So, um, so yeah, definitely negotiation. You gotta have, you gotta have that somehow.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you have any, uh, tips for negotiation in general? I know it's kind of a broad question, but maybe you could speak to like when you were first starting in real estate, maybe some of the things that you learned when you were first starting to uh, figure out how to negotiate.
1: Tips on negotiating. it, It depends on the situation. If it's price, let's say that you're the listing agent and I'm the buyer's agent. You've been sitting on the market for 30, 40, 50 days and you're asking $500 for, for your house. Me as an agent, what I'm going to do, I'm also going to run the numbers and I'm going to say, well, this sold for this much and that much. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send you an offer, but I'm also going to send you the comp so that you can see where I'm coming from. Yeah. So that you can see that my asking is not it's not outrageous. These, these are the numbers. And so uh, as far as... As tip is you know 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 your market know where um the neighborhood that you gonna that your buyer is gonna buy at and take a look at the comps and and take a look at those numbers and and have um see how long the house has been on the market it might be if it's been a while then you have negotiating room if it's yeah. been a day or two then yeah. you, you don't have much much room but negotiate like i said the terms and and know what terms would work best for maybe a shorter um, inspection period Um, it could be a like I said asking for a concession from from the seller Um, but a one good book that I've heard that um, agents could look into about negotiating I haven't gotten to it just yet that will be my next book It's called never split the difference by Chris Foss I believe his name and he talks everything is about negotiating and the mindset of negotiating So, but yeah tip is again just look at the market look at the neighborhood that you're going to be putting an offer in do the numbers and that gives you and back it up with facts it's not just here's out of 500 i'm gonna give you 400 just because you've been on the market now just give me give me facts give me numbers on that so
0: so more than anything just be prepared come to the table with information
1: of course, worst yeah. thing you can do is deal with an unprepared <laughs> <Yeah>. agent. <laughs> just reading it. Oh god.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's a good uh, piece of advice, man. Um, so, Gio, since you have been on before, I'm just going to transition into some of these other sure. questions I have for you. Uh, if you haven't seen Gio's first episode, I would definitely go recommend that you check it out. I think it was like number 12 or something like that. I think so. And now we're number 52, so it's, it's that. been a while. We've grown. You that? Uh, it was a good episode. We talked a lot about like um, staying positive, work-life balance, those sorts of things. Um, and the show has evolved quite a bit here. So since you're back for a second time, Gio, uh, some of these questions are a little bit more Hold about on. you. Third and time. Third time?
1: Yeah. We did two already.
0: It's, it's been it's been too long, folks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do not edit that part. I'm yeah. just kidding. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but for... Uh, what was I going to say? So these questions are more, geo about, I guess, um, you and your career and perceptions and that sort of thing. So uh, this first one that I have here, uh, we often talk about like the misperceptions or misconceptions rather about the career of real estate. So what's something that you would say people misunderstand about their career in general?
1: People misunderstand it that a lot of people come into real estate because, yeah, they want to make more money, but they want to have the freedom to do more. And sometimes you, yeah, can make more money, but now sometimes in the beginning, you're going to have time to do less yeah. in regards to your normal regular because you're trying to get the business off the ground. The other um, thing is that uh, a lot of agents want to come into the business because they like to see houses and you see HGTV, you see a million dollar mm-hmm. listing. I'm like, wow, in 30 <laughs> minutes, they got an offer and in an hour, this guy's making a hundred grand commission in this million dollar homes. And and I think even though the shows are entertaining, it has given uh, a bad idea um, as to what real estate really is. So real estate is not just um, showing houses. Really, real estate, the main thing is marketing. You got to put yourself out there. You got to prospect. It's not, you know, like 54 Realty is the brokerage. It's great. Mm -hmm. I'm the business. People yep. do business with me, yep. so learn how to communicate, um, learn how to negotiate, learn how to market yourself. You're in a marketing business. Yeah. To be honest, you you gotta put yourself out there and let people know what what you do. Um, I think that's one of the biggest one. And also, people think I'm in the business of selling houses. Well, you're actually really in the people's business. Yeah, you gotta know people. Get to get to know personalities find out how people work there's stuff out there i think it's called the disc uh personality that you Mm -hmm. can figure out like someone might be a straightforward person it's not that they don't like you it's that they just want you to be straight to the point yeah and sometimes you may misunderstand that because well got my feelings hurt because i like to talk and this person just wants to be straight to the point it's not that they are mean it's you gotta know the personality but Again, the misconception is that you're here just to sell houses. And if you're just here, here to sell houses, then, you know, it's going to be a long road for you. That's why a lot of agents don't make it in the first, what, first like six year or two, something year, like yeah. that. And so, again, you are in marketing more than anything, and you are in the people's business. Mm-hmm. Houses is just the product that, yeah. that you sell. And your brokerage is just, you know, it's where you hang your license and where you're supposed to get your support. At, at the end of the day, again, you are the business. You're the one that's going to decide how you're going to turn this whole thing around. And another thing is that, and I see it a lot on Facebook, and I've, I've done I think we've all done a Hey, I got a closing. Congrats to my... It's great. But while a lot of agents see that, oh, I'm going to get my license, yeah. you don't see that from the beginning, the middle part is the part that a lot of agents don't talk about. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part. And that's the part that you need to be prepared for. The only way you're going to be prepared is by really, you know, getting out there. There's no training, there's no YouTube that's going to help you prepare for that, but you need to get out of your head that I'm just here to, you know, talk to people and then sell houses. It's, yeah. It has to go beyond that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's uh, super interesting that you said it's it's like a marketing business combined with a people business because I've often heard... On this show specifically people say yeah, it's a people business It's all about your people skills and your interpersonal skills yada yada, which I totally agree with But I do think people overlook the marketing thing a little bit Mm -hmm. because you got to market yourself really Um, What have you done in the past to kind of say like hey, I'm Gio Rodriguez. Let me sell your home again another very broad question. Yeah
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, so I've done some social media. If I wanted to, two people reach out to me because of it, I gotta get better. I don't, I'm not gonna lie. I gotta get a lot more consistent. I have some ideas that I want to implement and, and and just continue to stay consistent with it. But my thing has always been the phone. There's a lot of agents that yeah. are scared about the phone, mm-hmm. and I've been able to make calls, connect with people. Some of my listings have come from. Um, call calling either uh, FISPO or all expired or what they call circle prospecting was just like a farming uh, a neighborhood just call a neighborhood on a house that may be sold there and just reach out to those neighbors they may know someone um, so I do spend a lot of time on the phone but you got to find out what try everything and find yeah. out what you're good at you got to do something you know what I mean it's good when you get you know you receive leads and all that but at the same time, you have to figure out a way how to create your own, your own business. Yeah. Um, so as far as, yeah, just getting out there, uh, I need to start shooting more videos, more, more educational, more than anything to let people know, hey, this situation came up or that situation came up. And I think a lot of more people might relate. To that, mm-hmm. then what someone can relate, like, "Hey, I sold the house." Like, okay, that's great. Yeah. But some, you know, a video that could be educational to someone could could be like a light bulb mm. for them, like, "Oh, that's what I'm looking for." And they might reach out to you and say, "Hey, you know, I saw your video." Whatever might be the case, and you got to take advantage of um, opportunities as well. Yeah. The other day, um, my wife sent me a text. I like, hey somebody in the community posted that they're moving to Georgia. So I reach out to them I say, hey, I heard you're moving to Georgia. Let me know mm. if you need an agent in I'm Georgia. No, I didn't go that right route. Referral, I see. I'm, 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 I'm with the thought, like, I'm going to help you in a different way. A lot of agents would have been like, hey, yeah. I'm your guy to do this. Say, hey, let me know if you need a good agent in Georgia. I have a good connection. I can definitely connect you if you have any questions. And if unless you already have someone and if for some reason I live here in the community, if you have any questions or you need to sell your house um, or any questions, just reach out to me. Mm -hmm. Let me know. I'll be more than glad to answer any questions you have. But the main thing was if you need help getting to the other side, I know someone Mm -hmm. in that state that can really help you out. Um, Maybe like five minutes later, I get I get the text like, hey, I appreciate it. Uh, my wife and I are going to get in contact with you this week. Let's talk. Nice. You know. So uh, if you're in the, in the business of helping people and servicing people, yeah, you want to get, obviously, listen, you want to grow your business. Mm. But if he's not ready or he already has someone, he might refer you to somebody else. Exactly. But you're in the business also of helping people and, and, and be there for them. You never know what that relationship is going to Yeah. Turn out, Yeah, absolutely. That's one of those
0: things that keeps coming up on here a lot Um, more recently is like, and I I keep quoting this piece of advice I got, which is you never know when you're going to run into somebody again. So just be kind to everyone, be helpful to mm -hmm. everyone. I think that's a great strategy. Like even if you're not immediately going to get a deal out of that interaction with your neighbor, it's good to get your name out there. They might refer you to somebody else, you know?
1: Yeah, you never know. I mean, I'm telling you that they might refer you to someone at some point. They might need you just... Mm -hmm. That's what then the marketing part comes into play. Yes. How do I stay in contact <laughs> with you without being that person that hey hey you ready to sell? Yeah. yeah, but if you keep putting out good content and good um, info and being educational, I think people will kind of see that. Yeah, definitely. A lot more. So, but yeah, that's at the end of the day is you never know.
0: That's right. Uh, you brought up something else Gio that I actually talked about on here on a solo episode. It was an article that I read from org. Shout out to org, And it was talking about like secret lead sources for, for real estate agents. And one of them on there was cold calling for sale by owners and you mentioned something else. Um, Old expired, more yes. expired. Or... Um, how effective has that been for you? Is that a
1: strategy that you would recommend for others? I recommend it if, you, if you're one that likes it. Even if you don't like it, try it. Yeah. give it I, have to, I had an advice. Somebody told me, like, listen, make one call. And then hang up. If nobody shot you, you're, you're right. good. <laughs> <laughs> go make another one. You're alive. Yeah. But it, it's not, I, do I recommend it? Yeah. Because, you know, if you like door knocking, go door knock. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing some kind of activity consistently. Yeah. So if you go door knocking... And let's say you took an hour, an hour and a half, and you door knocked 20 doors, and maybe three people were there. Great. At least that's the people that you met. Mm-hmm. But if I'm on the phone in an hour and a half, I made 100 calls, and I talked to 15 people, then my numbers are better than yours yeah. at that point. I reach mm-hmm. out. and Some people, they're going to hang up. It's it's going to happen. It's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. right? All I need is one or two good people to really build good communication with. Do I recommend it? Yes. Call FISBO, all the um, expires. All the expires are the ones that already been past 30, 60, 90 days, 120 days. Nobody's really calling them. Mm-hmm. Um, FISBO, you can look them up for free through Zillow a lot of times. Um, Circle Prospecting, again, you have Remind on your MLS. You can pull, like, absentee owners, people don't live in their homes, and it even gives you their contact number. Just give them a quick call and and find out. And, again, try everything, but then be good at one or two things that you feel comfortable with. Even if it's social media, that's what you're really good at, and that's how you are getting, you know, your lead. Continue to do that. Don't stop. But maybe add something else on the side. But you're never going to know unless you're really – Give it a shot. It's not for everyone. I'll be honest with you. I to tell a lot of people tell me I don't like being on the phone. I'm not going to be on the phones, and it's okay. You know, it's. But I know people that have made a killing. That's their, because they've that's been on the aim, phone yeah. consistently for a certain amount of time, and now just business keeps coming to them. But it takes time. It's not that you want to be on the phone forever, the rest of your career. But give it a consistency for. and all this sounds scary for some people. Two, three, four years. And even if it were door knocking or mail or whatever, you could do that consistently. Mm-hmm. People are always going to remember you.
0: Find your niche, basically. Yep. I like that, man. That's good advice. Um, Gio, so obviously in this game, uh, you have a lot of influences. By game, I mean real estate. That was kind of yeah. a silly oh, way to got put you. it. But you, you know. I got you, player. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you've had a lot of influences Gio uh, throughout your career, whether it be professionally or personally. Um, I'm interested to hear from you. Who are like some of the most influential people um, specifically on your career? And it doesn't necessarily have to be someone, you know, personally, it could be motivational speaker or something
1: like that. Um, I really like in the real estate side, never met this guy, but I do look a lot of his YouTube. I don't have a ton of them because when you have too many people talking yeah. it's going to confuse you absolutely so you got to pick you got to pick what's similar to you and where you want to be at and you have to pick what um kind of fits who you are and mold it into you know if somebody's doing way better than me i want to know how yeah especially if i can identify myself with them There's this is His name is brandon Mulrennan, in youtube amazing and he does a, he does a lot of Cold callings, but he also talks about mindset strategies and yeah. objections and 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 things to that effect. That kind of helps me. So that's definitely one guy that I that I really love listening to. Um, on life, I really like a lot. Ed Millett, he's awesome. If you don't know who he is, check him out. His name is Ed Milet. Um He's his he does a lot of interviews with a lot of people, but his stories actually. Pretty cool. A lot of stuff you may not identify with, but a lot of some other stuff also is stuff that, man, I can really relate mm-hmm. to that a lot. And I like to see stories of people that, you know, were at some point in life and how they made it, how they got out of it. I always love to hear about the foundation, how, where they were, and how they grew yeah. to where they are now. um Another gentleman that I'm friends with, he lives in Port St. Lucie and his buddies, them is uh Joe Rosen, he's with another brokerage up there, but we never met in person. We always communicated online, but uh, it's one of those people that you can always reach out. Yeah. He has an answer for you, or he got me into a training that he and his buddy, actually Joe knows him. His name is Alex Hay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he does a training Wednesdays and Thursdays for anyone outside of their brokerage. And it's a lot of role playing and a lot of real life situations. So those are really my main circle and those are the people that I really learned because I seen them grow. Yeah. Um, from the where where they were at to where they at now. And you try to model yourself after them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool to model yourself after someone, but still keep your identity. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And so learn from others, but you know, be you at the end of the day and be realistic with yourself. Like, you know what? I suck at this. I need I need help. Like I need to get over this up. I've said it to myself. Let's times that I've said I want to wave the, wave the white flag man I'm like I don't think this is gonna be for me and something always happens that just comes back. yeah around. it just comes back if you stay stay with it but those are kind of like the ones that I really listen to and kind of stay consistent with them
0: nice man um, Shout out to Alex by the way he was on an early episode yeah. of the show too with, with, with Joe, Joe as a matter of fact yeah. so go check that out some some valuable insight because he runs his own brokerage as well if I'm not mistaken yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. He does. Very, very interesting fellow. Some good words of advice really good on that guy. episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Gio, I'm, I'm wondering, because you have a lot of great advice here, and I appreciate that from you, um, what is a lesson in your career that you've learned uh, that you'd like to share with other people? Something that maybe you didn't expect going into real estate that now you're like, I can't believe I didn't know this before.
1: The one thing that I've learned um, the hard way is if you okay if you're taking it back to the quote-unquote prospecting and marketing yeah. right if you're in a position where you're receiving leads right it's great Indeed. Cool. the problem becomes when you just concentrate on that and now you forgot about the other stuff yeah and when those leads Let's say they slow down, or they're not coming, coming, or they're not what you were expecting them to be. Now you completely lost um, momentum on what you were doing, Mm -hmm. and I did that at one point. I was so into the leads that I kind of thought, "Well, I'll go back to the people I've been working to the people, yeah, to the to the calling and all that kind of stuff." And when you close, the best thing that can happen to anyone. Is to have a closing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that can happen to anyone is to have a closing with nothing else lined up. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's so true. Yeah, yeah. Because now, crap, I got to now go back and restart what I should have been continuing to do. Yeah. What should I have continued to to be doing? And now to get that momentum back again, it takes a minute. You got to start from scratch almost. So now you're working out of a place of stress and now you're desperate. And then now you may start looking at other options. Should I, should I look at another job in the meantime? So that's one thing that I learned that it, the hard way that I said, yeah. you know what? That's not a good formula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that in coming into this business, um, just, you know, it could be kind of scary creating your own and it could be the big, the best thing, but also, you know, if it, you Got to realize that you you are in this in this industry, not just because yeah you want freedom and you want all that you want the good money. But in the beginning, like I said, you may have to kiss some of that freedom a little bit goodbye mm-hmm. for a while. If you're able to sacrifice again one two three years, and really put it's going to put you so much further away um, in the game later on. Yeah. Like I said, you know where you don't have to be making a hundred calls. A day or whatever at some point now that business is just turning you yeah. know so yeah that that would be my biggest thing again is taking your foot off the pedal because you now got entertained by something else that is good but now you lost momentum yeah to what you had going on and now like i said it's great you have a closing, but it's bad when you have a closing and nothing else coming. What's next? Because yeah. now you got to, how am I going to spread this? To... <laughs> this paycheck.
0: <laughs> yeah. I get it, man. Um, I, I've unfortunately seen that a lot. Um, so to touch on that, you know, it's important to think long term. Start building your business instead of just like turning and burning. I've heard to it referred you as. You know what it is? Is
1: We forget. We don't have what they call delayed gratification. Right. Sometimes you take the good and you give up the great because it's what I need it's now. right now yeah yeah and if in a lot of times we are in a society that this sucks it's not what I expected I was expecting for this to already happen and you're only been a week or month into it is that delayed gratification and the people that I know that I've heard that have been the most successful their beginning was horrible Slow, yeah <laughs> yeah and if they went through the, I mean if you can find a way to shorten that out great right <laughs> but it's all part of the process you cannot be af- afraid of the process sorry i don't mean to cut you off
0: oh you're good man no Depth uh to your point about people who started slow and then kind of it, it paid off for them in the long run alexis machine is a perfect example of mm-hmm. that uh she's i remember when she started and and you know this is not something that she doesn't talk about she talked about it on here it was like kind of slow at the beginning and then she went through a period where she was like do i still want to do this do i still want to do this and eventually her funnel kind of Paid off for her, like all the hard work that she had been doing when she first started, eventually came around, and now she's sitting like towards the top of the brokerage uh, rankings. So that's just a success story, yeah, of, man. Of uh, playing the long game, if you will, right?
1: Yeah, but staying, but staying with it, and not yeah. giving up. I mean, the thoughts are gonna come, the temptation is gonna come mm-hmm. to just quit and just call it a day. Yeah, right. The, you know, but that's when you really have to dig in, and 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 it's just it sucks because it's happened to me that just when it was about to go in and get it done it, like something was good was going to happen i given up on something right and it's like man now it's not that nothing else good will come out of it but now you just delay the whole process mm. you know
0: so. yeah i think that's great advice too for especially for very new agents because i just do remember seeing all the time like um, it's like, ah, man, I forget who it was, but somebody on here called it shiny object syndrome where yeah. you're getting all these leads and, and you get super excited and you just take way more than you can handle. And so like things fizzle out cause you can't give everybody your undivided attention. Kind of like you were saying. So yeah. a word of caution to the newer agents <laughs> out there, you know, take it slow. It'll be all right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, Gio, so this is a fun question because sometimes I stump yes, people sir. with this. Uh, <laughs> I know it's hard to make predictions about real estate cause it's constantly changing, especially with technology and you know, the pandemic mm-hmm. was a great example of that as well. Um, if you could make a prediction, what do you think the world of real estate will look like five years from now?
1: People will still be selling and buying.
0: <laughs> That's true. The fundamentals uh, <laughs> will be there.
1: <laughs> this, I mean, it's hard to really predict. I, yeah, I think it's yeah. still everything. It goes in a cycle, right? Everything—it's always somewhere that's going to be a shift. So, what it's going to be in five years? You know, I, I think we should still be in a good. I think we should be more normal, balanced, than, more balanced <laughs> than we were last year or even now. Um, but it's still going to be the same yeah. people, in the in the sense that people are still going to be selling, people are still going to be buying. Mm-hmm. This every single day there's going to be a closing. Yeah. The 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 question is five years from now. Are you going to be a part of that? You know, Mm -hmm. of the closing and the selling and the buying. So uh, it's really hard to to predict um, what the market is going to be in five years. But again, I it's going to be there. It's going to be available, and that's why you you work at it now. So five years from now, you predict what the market is going to be for you at the time. Either. You ship with the market or you're going to shift. Is it something else? Mm-hmm. You're going to get rolled over. Yeah. Uh,
0: that brings up a good point that I wanted to ask you about. Um, you always hear about like the old school real estate agents who, you know, they still want to fax everything, pen and paper, everything, yeah. right? Perhaps uh, a little bit cautious of technology if that, or mm-hmm. wary of technology. Um, I know that that works for some people. There are some people who are still old school like that and they can succeed. But how important do you think it is to be willing to adapt to the trends in real estate
1: you have to adapt i mean if it's something you're always done in this work i mean you can i don't know who's faxing anymore right but, <laughs> um but yeah you definitely need to adapt with technology and 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 everything that you have now it makes things a little bit a lot easier right. than it was back then instead of looking at it well i'm old school this is how we did things yeah, like man this new stuff is gonna help me speed up everything else that it was taking me a while yeah. to get done. So you definitely gotta adapt. Like I'm, I'm saying that, and I need to adapt. I'm not the most techy person sometimes. So, but um, you, you know, again, find what's out there that works for you, and make it a system. Mm-hmm. But always be open minded. Always be looking to else what is out there. That's gonna make your business better what what happened too to with technology is that quote unquote yeah people adapt but then also people depend too much on okay. certain things you know what i mean and then technology is good but when there's too much of it now it kind of freezes you because now you want to try everything yeah you rely you know? on the yeah system. you realize yeah and if it's not for you then it's gonna it's not that it's bad but you know look at something else that you can that you can use technology is always gonna be changing. So yeah, adapt but also don't get so involved in so much that now you have to analyze everything mm-hmm. and, and figure it out. Again, find out what works for you and, and create your own system and go with it.
0: Yeah, a healthy balance between the old school and the new school. Yep. Yeah, absolutely yep. man. This is old it. school
1: still so picking up the phone. It still works. Sometimes it's yeah too, <laughs> yeah, it works. So
0: absolutely man. Uh this is another fun one, Geo. Actually we Burn through with the questions here, man. I didn't even realize. Always have fun with you, G. Look at this. Uh, This is a fun one, too, because for some reason, this just stumps people. You already touched on some of the uh, influential uh, real estate leaders that you kind of look up to Mm -hmm. and and follow. Uh, Alternatively, if you could recommend, uh, and there's a couple different options here, a book or a movie or a podcast or a TV show that has influenced you in some way, or you could do a couple of those if you want and recommend it to the audience. What would that be?
1: A book um i really i'm a, I'm a big fan of um ryan sarhand i I've like his book wow. yeah he's uh he was a real estate agent for a million dollars in new york but he has his own brokerage he went on his own um but his book has a great story about how, how he started how horrible it was again yeah. going back to <laughs> how bad it was and how he finally broke away from that and he started Making it. He has another book. That one's called Seller Sell It Sell It Like Sir and another one's called Big Money Energy. Um, those are really two good ones. Um if you're into prospecting, fanatical prospecting, and the compound effect, I like nice a lot. It's it's really it's really there's a lot of really good ones out there, man. Yeah, for sure. So um as far as podcasts, again, I like at my lead and That's for real estate podcast. This um, real estate rock stars is pretty good. Um, Tom Ferry is pretty good. Yeah, he's great. Um, And as far as movie, um, if my wife sees it, she's going to be, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) Um, But uh, in the pursuit of happiness. Oh, that's a good one, man. A great because one. I can relate to a lot of stuff that yeah. he went through, and then the fact that, again, he went back, did whatever he had to do. Uh-huh. Situation was sucked, but he even working for free. I think it was for like six months. Right. But his strategy, his mindset, you know, it was like, I'm not going to the bathroom. I'm not drinking water. I'm going to stay on this phone and I'm not even hanging up the phone. I'm just going to keep, I need to make as many calls to try to get an appointment because yeah. he's, his time was very limited, mm-hmm. but how he succeeded and what he overcame. I think for me, movie wise, and I'm not much of a movie person, but that to me was still, that's one of the best ones.
0: That's a great example, man. I never even thought about how that kind of translated to this career, but that makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Shout out to Will Smith. Yeah, <laughs> he's on the show next week. Actually, is he? So, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh man, careful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he's really plummeting his career. You know? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that's cool. He's he, he's done some good stuff. Yeah, definitely, man.
0: Um, do you, have you ever listened to the the Bigger Pockets podcast yes. before? Yeah, I haven't, yeah. but they're always people are always recommending it. Is that mainly about investing? Because I know that's kind of their forte.
1: There's it's mainly a lot about investing. Mm. There's a lot of real estate um, stuff that you can learn from, but a lot of it has to do with investing you know i think if you're an agent you should look into you know investing and not just buying selling like you know create something for yourself diversify well. yeah yeah but yeah it's, it's a good one it's a good one as well but yeah it, it's it's a lot more about the investing side gotcha it, it's just sometimes if, if if you don't know the lingo it, it just gets so deep uh-huh. they just get lost you like forget it yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> well that's
0: yeah. that's my whole thing, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's me. That's you know, for people that don't know this, that that's kind of why I'm the host of this show. When when Joe and I started it, it was like, well, you're gonna be having all these people that know the real estate game and the lingo and everything like that. We need like an outside perspective to be like, yeah. wait a second, what exactly are you talking yeah. about?
1: Well it's just like marketing. If I look anything up and they start talking about Facebook ads and Google ads and da 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 and this is how you do it and, and ranking, I'm like, look, man. I don't know. Well, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, I
0: hear you, dude. Um, and then you, you were talking about a bunch of different books. And I just wanted to point out something new here at the office, actually, is uh, we've got a little library going on now, actually. I saw that. It's quite a number of books on That's there. There's some good books there. Yeah. So if you work here or even if you don't, you know, maybe come check that out. There's a lot of yeah. good stuff on there. I think I've read, I forget what it's called, but something Digital President, which I think is in here, too somewhere anyway there's a lot of good yeah. stuff so if you're looking for some inspiration i'm sure there's something good on the shelves. yeah that was some
1: good stuff i think cool. they have that book that i told you on fanatical prospecting yeah. they have it there the e-myth i heard it was really good i think it's there nice. as well and so yeah check it out get your reading done
0: folks yeah learn you something <laughs> grow up <laughs> yeah yeah grow up no i'm <laughs> no, just kidding geo man uh like i said we burned through those dude but i appreciate you coming back on
1: of course. Anytime, man.
0: Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, do you want to promote anything like social media or anything like that?
1: Social media. Um, Instagram is Gio Rodriguez one. So on Instagram and Facebook is just my whole middle name, Giovanni Rodriguez. That's and right. That's where I'm at. And yeah, I would love to even new agents that I haven't met or people that we don't follow each other. I would love to follow. Um, you know, follow you and see what you're doing. I learn always from, from someone. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Like yeah. I should do that. You heard him. I should, but <laughs> I just gotta, I have like this love, hate relationship with social media. Yeah, same. And so <laughs> it's, I'm going to get there really soon. I need to, I have to, I don't have a choice.
0: Well, I think you do a good job, man. Give yourself some credit. Thank there. you. <laughs> Everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the real estate playbook. This is 52. I believe we're coming up on 54. That'll be a fun one. Ain't? Nice. Um, I think that's it for me, guys. As always, at the Real Estate Playbook on social media. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe so you can see our faces every week. Uh, if you're listening on audio, you know, you're know you not going to see how many fingers I'm holding up right now. But uh, go <laughs> ahead. And, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Gio. You're welcome. Uh, go ahead and drop a like or subscribe depending on where you are listening. Um, I don't have anything else for you this week, guys. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your uh, rainy day if you're in Florida. We love you. Take care. Bye.